Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Virtual Midwife Podcast. I'm your host, the Virtual Midwife, Karen Wilmot, and I'm delighted to be back and sharing with you stories from around the world from women who have given birth during this incredibly difficult and challenging time that we find ourselves in. Coronavirus was something we could never, ever have predicted, and it has changed things for all of us on so many levels, but specifically for those of you who are pregnant and giving birth. In today's episode, you'll be hearing from Nicole, who changed her birth plans at 38 weeks from a hospital birth to a home birth, and she's going to be sharing with us what she would do differently, what she would do the same, why she made that decision, and of course, the silver lining that came out of making that choice, even though it was not one that she might have made if it hadn't been for the situation of coronavirus impacting her birth choices. Yeah. Okay. So um, I live in Michigan in the United States and um, I just had my second baby. So this is my second son. Um, My first birth was um, in a hospital and pretty, um, pretty normal, I guess you would say. Um, But this birth, because of the everything going on with the coronavirus here in the United States um, at my due date in April, it was supposed to be like the peak of when everything was really, um, really active and pretty bad and not knowing the state of like if the hospitals would have a lot of space or just how safe really I felt like the hospitals would be. Uh, So at the last minute, I think it was 38 weeks when we finally decided to switch, we decided to have a home birth. So uh, luckily we could still stay with our same midwife that we had planned on using for our hospital birth. Uh, so she came and they did the like kind of a home visit with us and talked about what it would all entail, what it would look like. Uh, so at the very last minute, we decided to do a home birth. Uh, and that was, that decision, was that decision um, pretty much made because of what was happening in the hospitals with coronavirus? I mean, if it hadn't have been for coronavirus, would you have continued to have your baby in the hospital? Yeah, we probably would have. I've always, well, I shouldn't say always, but since the birth of my last son, I've been really interested and wanted to do a home birth, but my husband wasn't quite as comfortable with it. Uh, But with everything going on with the coronavirus, we felt like it was probably more safe to deliver at home. Um, His concerns, as I think a lot of partners' concerns, are just like, what if something happens? Um, Would we be able to get to the hospital in time and things like that? And I did research on it, and I felt really comfortable that in an emergency, we would still be able to get the care that we needed. But because of the coronavirus, he was willing to uh, look into it more and consider it. And after talking with um, the midwives about a home birth, he felt like, yeah, that was the the safer option given just um, the exposure that we would have being in the hospital and some of the restrictions uh, here in the United States, moms are having to wear masks when they deliver. Um, You can only have one support person um, and just not really knowing if there would really be a lot of space in the hospitals, which it turned out there would have been, but we didn't, we didn't want to take that chance. And in hindsight now, just from your partner's point of view, how does he feel and what does he feel is the, was the biggest difference between the hospital and home? And, you know, what was his overall impression? 
Yeah. So the, the hospital birth that we had the first time we had a good experience, but, um, and the nursing staff was excellent, but it seemed like, um, at the hospital, there was more of a, uh, like a, a timer on our birth. Like you had so much time to deliver your baby. And if you didn't, then you might end up with interventions that you didn't want. Like, uh, for example, I ended up with an episiotomy, uh, which was not something that I was hoping for. And I really hadn't even been pushing that long. Mm-hmm. Um, and so during our home birth, it was very like, um, it, we had all the time that we needed and I was kind of in charge of like, if, if I don't want to say they were still there guiding us, but it was more like, okay, are you ready to push? Um, when do you feel like you want to, what position do you want to be in? So it was very mom centered and we were kind of leading the way with the birth process versus, uh, the doctor kind of telling us when and what we had to do next. So he definitely felt like he would be willing to do it again after going through the experience. He thought that the midwives just did an excellent job and um, was very comfortable with it in the end. Big difference between hospital and home. And, you know, even though you've only highlighted that one thing, that in itself is huge. The fact that it's mom-centered and no time pressure as opposed to being hospital and doctor-centered and quite a lot of time pressure with the, um, I don't want to use the word threat, but with the possibility of interventions if you don't fall within that time frame. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and some of the other things were just, it was so nice to labor at home and be able to go for walks when we wanted to and move around very freely. I mean, there were just, there was a lot of things that were very different from the hospital and we really loved the experience. And um, in summary, I mean, was it a fairly long and complicated and and pleasurable labor and birth experience? Yeah, it was. Um, We, from very first contraction, which I always refer to as kind of like happy, exciting contractions because they're very small and they're not very painful at all. Um, So the birth was 16 hours total. And of course, you know, contractions and delivering a baby is painful, but we felt like it was um, very tolerable. There was no complications for me or the baby. Uh, We called the midwives to actually, we'd been talking with them throughout the day, but they were only here, I think, about an hour and a half before we delivered. So we did lots of laboring. Yeah, we did lots of laboring on our own. Um, Being our second birth, we kind of felt like, you know, he could help me with comfort measures and I had different, uh, like an exercise ball and things that we could do here. So, um, we felt like we could manage everything, just communicating via phone and it, it worked out very well. So that's one of the things that many ladies ask me when they're talking about a home birth is that generally, um, home birth midwives don't, uh, we certainly don't do epidurals and not all of us would carry pain medication. So, the, the medical pain relief options are generally not available when you're having a home birth. So how would you answer that from your perspective personally? Yeah, uh, that was definitely um, a factor in deciding. With our first birth, we did uh, completely natural without any pain medications or an epidural. So, and I felt very confident going into this birth that I could do it again without those things. Um, 
I would say it's definitely for me, at least it was a mindset thing. Like I went into it knowing that that was not going to be something I was even going to consider or think about. And I tried to be as prepared as possible by learning other comfort measures that we could do, um, you know, by putting pressure in different places, um, using different positions and definitely lots of breathing techniques. Um, because yeah, that it isn't really an option. If we did decide we needed an epidural or something, we would have had to transfer to the hospital. Um, but for me, I felt like it was hard, but it was still, it, it's manageable and you know that there is an end in sight. And so that helps kind of cope and get through it without. <laughs> Especially when it's your second baby and you have done it before, you do, you understand that end a lot better and it's a lot more real than the first time where you feel like it will never end. Yes. Yeah. And for me, I like to think about, which my husband calls it denial, but the whole time I kept saying like, you know, it's going to be a while yet. I don't think the midwives need to come or I don't think we need to tell family yet. Just in my mind, preparing that it could be really long. And then it was a nice surprise when it was only 16 hours this time. So kind of mentally preparing for the long haul and then being surprised and happy if it's shorter, I think mentally helped me cope as well. <laughs> so I always in my teachings and with the clients that I work with, I focus on on mind techniques and breathing and kind of say that the, that are your two most important tools and coping mechanisms during labor and birth um how would you respond to that yeah i totally agree with that um i used a lot of breathing for sure um i'm a pelvic health physical therapist as well, or physiotherapist in some countries they'd call us. Um, and so I knew how important breathing was myself. And if you can, you know, use moaning instead of yelling, and um, we did like the horse lips for breathing, uh, that is that helped a lot with pain. And yeah, your mind is, is very powerful. So thinking of each contraction as bringing you closer to your baby coming versus dreading each one, but thinking of it as a positive thing. That was another thing that really helped. Hmm. The mind plays such a huge part in your ability to, to manage and to conserve your energy, to keep going. Um, to manage the sensations, to manage the time. So, yeah. And, you know, the thing that I always say is that we never stop thinking, ever. So <laughs> yeah. you need to be aware of what, it, what you're thinking and what those thoughts are and where you're allowing your thoughts to go to. Absolutely. And, you know, from every experience that we have that is, is sometimes a little bit um, different to what we were expecting and, you know, you changing at 38 weeks was something that you weren't probably planning or expecting to do. But no. usually there's a pearl of wisdom or a learning that comes out of that. What would you say that would be for you or possibly even for your partner? Maybe it's the same for both of you. Um, I think that well, there's, there's lots of things that we, we learned, but I think we really had to trust that this was, this is a natural process. This is something that 
uh, I was, my body was made to do. Uh, that was something that we had to, like, we've heard and we knew, but we really had to trust that being in a home birth. Um, and I would say just, I, I don't know, feeling very comfortable with your provider and communication was another big thing. Um, because communication between me and my husband, because I know if he wouldn't have been comfortable with the home birth in the end, it probably would have made me a little more anxious. And I know that anxiety definitely doesn't help the birth process in any way. So meeting with the midwives, asking all our questions and going into it, feeling really, really comfortable, I think helped the outcomes of the whole, the whole birth. Is there anything that you wish you had known? Um, let's see. I wish, I wish I had known how much, um, like perineal warm compresses and pressure in different places, how much that could help. So the midwives ended up doing that when they got here, but maybe if for sure, if we would have done that with my first birth, that would have been really helpful. And then if we would have done it sooner with our second birth. So for instance, uh, during contractions, the midwife and doula were taking turns pressing on my sacrum and that helped with pain control a lot. And I probably could have had my husband doing that throughout the day earlier. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then the warm compresses and the pressure on my perineum, I think helped avoid tearing. There was a very small tear, but we didn't even need stitches or anything. So that helped stretch everything and make, make the like pushing part of labor a lot more comfortable. So I wish I would have known that with my first birth. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could, if you do have another baby, what would you do the same? Um, I would definitely a hundred percent deliver with a midwife versus an OBGYN. I think there are lots of great OBGYNs out there, but in our area and with our two experiences, I think the midwife experience was just a level above and so much more. Um, we didn't have any regrets really about our birth story. And so I would, I would definitely do that again. And I'm hoping that my husband will be willing to do a home birth again. <laughs> it just felt like it gave us a lot more flexibility and control over the situation. You know, what I find from, because you're right, it is very often the partners who are not always as on board as, as the woman about home birth because their biggest concern generally is you know the emergency aspect and what would happen and what if something goes wrong and a lot of the yeah. time they don't even know what it is that could go wrong <laughs> <laughs> so it's just something that they think and it's not necessarily a thought that they could even follow through because usually when they say that to me I say well what could go wrong you know what have you heard um but at the same time when we when they do come around, when they do more reading and research and, and, and get on board with it, they will be the biggest advocates of home birth afterwards because it also allows them to be so much more a part of the birth experience and really engage and actively participate in, in everything. 
Yes, absolutely. Yep. My husband was holding legs and (laughs) cheering me on the whole time for sure. And I think it's very empowering for them. Yeah. Yes. Um, It's a beautiful thing and it changes their mindsets about it. So that generally, I I mean, I, I certainly can't speak for, for you and your husband, but very often afterwards, especially if they have a comparison, then it's not often that they would choose to go back and have a hospital birth after a home birth because they are so marginalized in the hospital and not even seen as an active participant, which I think is incredibly sad because it really is a team effort. You know, there's three people in the team having a baby and it's you, your baby and your husband. Um, yes. And, and, and in a home birth situation, you like before the midwife got there, which was only an hour and a half before it really was just the three of you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And he was, he was definitely helping me. And, uh, I, I think he would agree that, um, he was very happy with the outcome. And I think too, just like getting the education, like you said about, okay, what if something went wrong? I don't think he even realized, um, the education that midwives have and the equipment that they bring with them. And that really there's, there's not a whole lot that they would do differently in the hospital. So we're, you're at more risk for other things at the hospital, at least here in the United States. And so in the way that you think of safety, um, it wasn't actually as safe at the hospital or safer than it is at home when he really like thought about it and learned more about it. To me, that's one of the gifts of coronavirus is that it has made everybody think about the safety of having a baby in a hospital environment in a very different way. Because before the safety risks were always around um, it being the best place because of the accessibility of professionals and emergency equipment but they never thought about the possibility of an infection that is very true and for for us we knew we knew we would have to be transferred from one room to another and we just didn't know what germs would be we'd be exposed to when we were being transferred so yeah huge risk we felt like absolutely and i think what's happening now because it's almost getting worse we thought it would get better but um What's happening now in South Africa is that mums are having to to have a coronavirus you know, test to test negative seventy two hours before their due date, which puts them on that puts them on that timeline before labour has even begun, and they are paying for that test. So if they test negative, that's great, but if they don't go into labour within seventy two hours, they need to retest. Oh no! And continue to <laughs> test and test and test negative until they go into labor, which, as you can imagine, is the perfect breeding ground for um, being encouraged to have an induction. And yeah. And that an induction puts you onto the cascade of interventions. Exactly. So it's, um, yeah, it's just one of those things we're going to have to do. Once again, just going back to, to awareness around that and um, making everybody aware that there are other options and other ways of doing things, which is what you do. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting because we had so much anxiety about what should we do? Should we switch last minute? But once we made the switch, I really wasn't, I felt so at peace with the decision. My anxiety levels went way down and I felt like that 
um, allowed my body to be so much more mm. ready to give birth, I guess, if you yes, say it like absolutely. that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I love that you did make that decision so far into your pregnancy because so many women would think, well, I, I'm so far in, there's only two weeks left to go, it's too late. But it's never too late to change, especially if that one decision could completely change the outcome of your birth and the experience of your birth. Because for you, it's a, it was a really good experience in every way. Absolutely. It felt like a huge blessing to us that, and we were glad. I, I see it the same way you do. It was something good that came out of coronavirus. And uh, I was, I was happy that it ended that way for sure. And I know that um, because of the job that you do, you are already aware of sort of child, you're already involved in childbirth education and all the different breathing techniques and the importance of being prepared. But would you say that the coronavirus made you do a little bit more than what you might have done before, or possibly when you made the decision to do a home birth that you did more or things differently? Um, yeah. So thankfully we were recommended a really good, very natural home birth with our, with our first birth. And I'm thankful that my husband was on board with being a really active participant in that course and kind of being just as prepared as I was. Um, but with the second one, there was definitely a little more research that we wanted to do. Um, there, obviously there wasn't a lot of time to do research since we decided to switch so last minute, but I think we both kind of knew like, okay, this is going to be more on us. Um, so we need to be responsible and take, you know, take responsibility for <laughs> how are we going to control pain and, um, yeah, so we did, we did do some some extra research because of that, and I think it only helped everything go that much more smoothly. Fantastic. That's really lovely to hear because it's one of the things I think is so important, and that is a huge contributing factor towards a birth experience that is enjoyable and positive and, and a good memory is um, taking responsibility. Taking responsibility and being an active participant in every decision that is made. Absolutely. And for me, after my first one ending up with an episiotomy, I felt like even before we decided home birth, I, you know, did a lot of research, decided to switch from an OBGYN to a midwife, did like the perineal stretching in advance. And so you kind of do learn <laughs> from those negative experiences, if you will, that, okay, this is what I'm going to make sure if I, if we can help it goes differently the second time, which turns out to be a good thing. You mm. learn things that you didn't know could have helped. <laughs> so in saying that, um, what is there anything that you would like to share with others that you think could help them? So women who are probably pregnant now and who are preparing to give birth and coronavirus is still around, what would be your one little nugget? Uh, I think, yeah, I think my little nugget of wisdom would just be that uh, every birth is going to be a little bit different. So I know we watch lots of birth stories. I love hearing other women's birth stories. Um, and even I've had a previous experience, but sometimes just no matter how prepared you are, just keeping in mind that it's not going to be pain-free, at least not in my experience, but our bodies were made to do birth and that 
I think I kind of mentioned this earlier, each contraction is bringing you closer to your baby. And even though there is pain involved, even moments after you give birth, you won't remember that. You'll think of the special moment when and how accomplished you feel after you've given birth. And that was one of the cool things about not having interventions like epidurals and um, pain medication is that you're so present in those first moments after you have your baby and just your hormones are at the bonding that's happening and it just, it'll all be worth it. So even though it's hard, it's going to feel that much it's you feel that much more accomplished when it's over because you know that you did that and it's it's pretty amazing what you get out of it in the end as one of my moms said to me she said she felt like a superhero afterwards (laughs) (laughs) you really do you think wow I can't believe I just did that that was my body and my willpower or is awesome (laughs) Thank you once again to Nicole for sharing your story. And if you would like to share your story with us, then I would love to hear it. You'll find the link to book a session in the show notes or otherwise just go on to my website, thevirtualmidwife.com and you will see the link to either book a call or to contact me. And if you want to learn some of those amazing breathing techniques that Nicole and I spoke about, I've put them all together for you in a mini course called the Birth Breathing Kit. And all the information and the link to the course is on my website.